Hi, and welcome back to That's It from He Spoke Style. I'm Brian Sakawa, and I want to let you know that I'm traveling right now, and recording these podcasts is proving to be a little bit harder than I'd originally anticipated. Yes, I have my microphone and pop screen and all that stuff, but it's really hard to steal a quiet moment to not just record, but actually talk out what I want to say, which is something I actually do for every episode. It's my process, man. Leave me alone. (laughs) And I have to admit that talking out loud to no one in particular in a hotel room feels a little strange. I'm sure there are some people who find it perfectly normal to talk to themselves in a hotel room, but I personally am not one of them. I just keep wondering what the cleaning staff is thinking. That's why I'm whispering as they walk by my room. And I'm pretty sure that they're gossiping amongst themselves about that crazy guy talking to himself in his room. Hey, let's talk about politics. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't really want to talk about politics, but I do want to bring up a trend that I've noticed and that you've probably noticed too about candidates on both sides, at least a couple of the candidates that are getting a lot of attention. And the ones that are getting a lot of attention And actually, I should stop here and mention that I'm recording this on Tuesday, and a lot may have changed by Friday. So if that's the case, just remember what it was like before anything major happened, if anything major actually does happen. So there are two candidates in particular who've staked their entire candidacy on this idea of being an outsider. And this is nothing new in politics recently, but I feel like it's been brought to the fore a bit more than it has in the past. And this has got me thinking about this whole idea of being an outsider or a nonconformist, or someone who does not want to assimilate in some way, shape, or form. And when I say what I'm going to say next, it doesn't mean that I identify with or support either of these candidates, but I get the outsider thing. You know, not wanting to go along with everyone, not having a herd mentality, and, you know, just generally wanting to forge your own path. And that's what I want to talk about today. Obviously, there are various gradations of outsiderness, and it's not always the easiest thing to be someone like this. You know, there are very real choices you have to make and lots of things to consider and weigh and balance if you're embracing or promoting a a minority opinion of some sort. doesn't matter what it is, politics, fashion, personal style, sports. That's actually a really good place for me to start because I would consider myself something of an outsider in certain ways, and I think that was really programmed into me at a very early age. So I grew up in upstate New York, not near the Canadian border, but actually a small city called Schenectady. If you've read Kurt Vonnegut, you probably heard of Schenectady before because he actually worked at GE, and he writes about it in some of his books. But anyway, growing up in New York, you'd expect that I'd be a New York Yankees or New York Mets fan, but for some reason, I have no idea why my father was a Boston Red Sox fan. So I had a pretty rough childhood. You know, all my friends were Yankees fans, and you could imagine what it was like for a little kid in New York to given to all that pressure from his friends and the ridicule that went along with it, you know, to be a Yankees fan, be a Red Sox fan. I mean, before 2004, 2007, 2013, the Red Sox were the team that lost the World Series when a slow ground ball went through the first baseman's legs. I mean, how embarrassing is that? But but I never gave in. I stuck it out. I was a Red Sox fan. I am a Red Sox fan. Go ahead. Send me hate mail if you want. (laughs) And I think there's something to be said for being loyal to a cause, even during bad times, right? Again, it it doesn't matter what it is. Sports, fashion. Actually, there is a fashion-related story that I always like to tell about this guy I knew in college. So he was a bass player in our jazz ensemble, and this is back in the mid to late 90s. And this guy unapologetically wore these black parachute pants with zippers and everything, and he got major crap from the rest of the rhythm section, to say the least. 
To which he never gave in. His response was always, hey man, fashion is cyclical and these things will be back in style at some point. And you're going to pay like 200 bucks for a pair of these in 10 years. And, you know, he was definitely right about fashion being cyclical and trends coming and going. See last week's episode. But I don't know if parachute pants have made their triumphant return yet. (laughs) Anyway, I'm getting a little bit off topic here. But there are some times when being an outsider is a little bit easier than other times, and it doesn't come with a whole lot of other stuff that can have some pretty serious life and workplace consequences. And I guess that's really the question I'm trying to figure out here. It's okay to believe very strongly in something, even if it's not the most popular opinion. But in some situations, like work and relationships, for example, where there needs to be some type of compromise at times, when is it okay to compromise what you believe in? Should you ever? I think that's a pretty easy answer, for for me at least. And the answer is yes. It's okay to compromise and to find a middle ground somewhere without sacrificing your soul or what you truly believe in. And I think the grace with which you're able to do this is really important. It's really important to how those people who don't necessarily share your opinions will react to you and or be willing to work with you despite that fact. And I'm not saying this or suggesting that I'm some kind of shining example of compromise and how to do this because I most certainly am not. I've never been a go-along-to-get-along kind of guy. I don't like to be told what to do or worse, what I'm not allowed to do. Best way to ensure that I will do that thing, by the way. I'm not afraid to do my own thing. And sometimes that's worked out really well. And sometimes it, it hasn't. But, you know, I've learned some stuff along the way and I'm growing. And isn't that what life's all about? I sure hope so. I also hope that if you like the podcast, you would consider bestowing upon us a five-star rating and possibly a review too, if you really, really like it. So I want to say that I will do my very best to keep these coming while I'm on the road. It is difficult and I do not plan to miss a Friday for you. But in the unlikely event that it does happen, you have my sincerest apologies. It's not going to happen though. I'm telling it to you right now. It's not how to happen. But if it does, if it just might happen to, don't hold it against me. I'll be here again. Our podcast is edited by Mac McLaughlin and recorded here in my hotel room. Hopefully no one's listening.